0: Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 47. Very early in the morning, the leading priests, other leaders, and teachers of religious law, the entire high council, met to discuss their next step. They bound Jesus and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, Yes, it is as you say. Then the leading priests accused him of many crimes, and Pilate asked him, "'Aren't you going to say something? What about all these charges against you?' But Jesus said nothing, much to Pilate's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom to release one prisoner each year at Passover time, anyone the people requested. One of the prisoners at that time was Barabbas, convicted along with others for murder during an insurrection— The mob began to crowd in toward Pilate, asking him to release a prisoner as usual. "'Should I give you the king of the Jews?' Pilate asked. For he realized by now that the leading priests had arrested Jesus out of envy. But at this point, the leading priests stirred up the mob to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. "'But if I release Barabbas,' Pilate asked him, "'what should I do with this man you call the king of the Jews?' they shouted back, Crucify him! Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the crowd only roared the louder, Crucify him! So Pilate, anxious to please the crowd, released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to crucify him. The soldiers took him into their headquarters, and called out the entire battalion. They dressed him in a purple robe and made a crown of long, sharp thorns, and put it on his head. Then they saluted, yelling, Hail, King of the Jews! And they beat him on the head with a stick, spit on him, and dropped to their knees in mock worship. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. A man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, was coming in from the country just then, and they forced him to carry Jesus' cross. Simon is the father of Alexander and Rufus. And they brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means Skull Hill. They offered him wine, drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. Then They nailed him to the cross. They gambled for his clothes, throwing dice to decide who would get them. It was nine o'clock in the morning when the crucifixion took place. A signboard was fastened to the cross above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. Two criminals were crucified with him, their crosses on either side of his and the people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Ha! Look at you now! They yelled at him. You can destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, can you? Well then, save yourself and come down from the cross! The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel— come down from the cross so we can see it and believe him. Even the two criminals who were being crucified with Jesus ridiculed him. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then, at that time, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, Lema sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a stick so he could drink. "'Leave him alone. Let's see whether Elijah will come and take him down,' he said. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain in the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom." WHEN THE ROMAN OFFICER WHO STOOD FACING HIM SAW HOW HE HAD DIED, HE EXCLAIMED, TRULY, THIS WAS THE SON OF GOD. SOME WOMEN WERE THERE, WATCHING FROM A DISTANCE, INCLUDING MARY Magdalene, MARY, THE MOTHER OF JAMES THE YOUNGER AND OF JOSEPH, AND SALOME. THEY HAD BEEN FOLLOWERS OF JESUS AND HAD CARED FOR HIM WHILE HE WAS IN GALILEE. THEN THEY AND MANY OTHER WOMEN HAD COME WITH HIM TO JERUSALEM. This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As evening approached, an honored member of the High Council, Joseph from Arimathea, who was waiting for the kingdom of God to come, gathered his courage and went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead, so he called for the Roman military officer in charge and asked him. The officer confirmed the fact that And Pilate told Joseph he could have the body. Joseph bought a long sheet of linen cloth, and taking Jesus' body down from the cross, he wrapped it in the cloth and laid it in a tomb that had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where Jesus' body was laid.
1: We see the story of Jesus going to the cross and everything seems to kind of be hand in hand. And then there's this one character that seems to interrupt the narrative. His name's Barabbas. We don't even know much about
2: him except that he's a murderer, a leader of an insurrection, a rebel, and why he's even mentioned, sometimes I'm not so sure. It's like, what? Let's, this is about Jesus going to the cross.
1: So in this moment,
2: Pilate thinks, I
1: hold the destinies of these two men in my hand. I know the Jews have a tradition that on a holy day, I will release one of the prisoners on death row. Pilate stands on this audacious stage, who now presents Jesus, son of the living God, versus Barabbas, the thug and rebel. He says, all right, who do you want? This is blasphemy, this is, this has gone too far. There's no comparison. This is a rightful prisoner, a man who should be on death row. He's a rebel against Rome. He leads a rebellion. He murders people. He's a bad man. He's a thug and he's a crook. He deserves the chains and he deserves the crucifixion. Jesus, what has he done but heal, restore, deliver, set free, open blind eyes, open deaf ears, Heal the lame and the leper. What, what has Jesus done? Who do you want? We, we want Barabbas. Yeah. Give us Barabbas.
2: really is that's me that's you that's us and I felt I was reading this the other day and I felt God speak to me I love Barabbas I love him but God he's a bad man I love him and I wanted him to go free but didn't you know that
1: he probably would have never acknowledged the free gift. Yeah, but I love Barabbas. For while we were still sinners,
2: Christ died for us. God sent his son for Barabbas. Even the one he knew would walk away from Jesus and his free gift and never come back. He loves him. And the nerve, the gall, and the audacity of believers to think. Got saved by grace. But now that I'm in this deep, dark place of bondage, I to work hard to get myself out. What? That's the opposite of the gospel.
1: Are you bound? Are you held under the power of this temptation, this sin? Do you feel like it's controlling you? What are you going to do? I'm going to shake myself free. Stop it. No, you won't. You're no match for the powers of hell and the urges of sin. You will not overcome it, and you will never overcome it. You'll just be another statistic. There's no answer within yourself. Your own marriage, your own goodness, your own discipline, your own devotion will not save your marriage and will not save your kids. There's only one, and he's the one that took your place. He's the one that stood silently on the platform with Pilate and said, yes, let him have Barabbas, take me. How many times have I stood on that platform with Pilate and Jesus and I'm the Barabbas and they start to take my chains off and I say, no, no, I deserve this. I deserve the guilt, I deserve the shame, I deserve the consequence, I deserve it. Jesus seems to look at me say, no, son, let me have it. Let me have your sin. Let me have your pain. No, God, I did it to myself. I deserve it. My marriage won't make it. This is what I deserve. I deserve divorce. I deserve poverty. I deserve sickness. I deserve it all. No.
2: so ashamed give me your shame but God what if I do it again I'll still be here oh
1: God I don't want to hurt you I love you I I don't want to do this anymore give me your sins this is all we got it's all I got it's all you got So wide, so deep, so vast, so high. So expansive, so welcoming, so inclusive. Let me have your sin, son. Okay. When I give him my sin, let I stand in this empty space of forgiveness and acceptance while Jesus walks off to the cross that I deserve. I see him, I see him walking to the post to be whipped as I stand a free man all the attention is turned now and I feel the love of God saying go son live your life I'll pay the price where did we get off thinking that we were gonna set ourselves free it's still Jesus It'll always be Jesus. It'll never stop being the power of Jesus. If his blood is sufficient for your salvation, his blood is sufficient to sustain you through every challenge and every sin and every temptation. Jesus is enough.